0: Welcome to Photoshop Mechanics. In episode 1 we talked about luminosity and grayscale. In this episode we're going to apply that and actually try to convert some files to grayscale. I'll be showing you several techniques on how to do that. My philosophy for converting color files into grayscale files is to keep the color intact and use adjustment layers to simulate grayscale mode. Once a good grayscale balance is achieved You can flatten the image, convert the file to grayscale, and save it out. We learned before that the hue-saturation layer in color mode is a good layer to use to simulate grayscale. But let's take it one more step and build in some adjustment features into our correction. Here we see a file that contains a gradient. Also in the file are two hue-saturation adjustment layers set to 0% desaturation. The top one is set to color mode, the bottom one to normal mode. When both layers are turned on, we see the color averaging effect. Let's take a deeper look at the Hue Saturation Adjustment layer in normal mode to see if we can tweak the controls to get a better result. Let's start by scaling these masks smaller so that we can see the spectrum on the top and the two Saturation Adjustment layers on the bottom. Open the normal mode adjustment layer and go to the blue pane. Lower the lightness level and examine the result. Our blues now map to a darker shade of gray, but the range of our results does not match the effect of our color mode desaturation layer. If we go to the bottom of the dialog, we see that the default range can be adjusted. Let's spike the two center stops together on a perfect blue 240. We'll also shift the outside stops so they fall exactly on the complementary colors. Now we see that our density adjustment is finally starting to match the other layer. We can apply this procedure to the other color panes to try and get an exact match with the other adjustment layer. So, by adjusting the lightness values and their ranges, we can get an almost identical effect to a hue-saturation layer that's set in color mode as opposed to being set in normal mode. Here we see an image of a sunflower. A simple desaturation layer in normal mode makes the image look flat. A desaturation layer in color mode gives a very realistic effect, but lacks any control. If we use a desaturation layer in normal mode, but with altered lightness values, we can create a starting point that matches exactly the effects of a color mode desaturation layer and still have control. For example, if I wanted my yellows to be even brighter and my greens to be dark and the background, the blue background, to be lighter, I can simply go into the layer and make those adjustments to the lightness values. On my website, under entry number two, you can download an action that helps automate this procedure set contains five different actions for converting RGB files into grayscale. The first action creates a desaturation layer in normal mode with altered lightness values. The default settings that are loaded in matches exactly the luminosity values 30, 59, 11. Using this as a realistic starting point, we can alter the individual colors of the displayed image. We will first lighten the red value to make the hat more visible. Since the action does this all in one step, we can use the preview button in the dialog to see the image's uncolorized state. This is useful for figuring out which colors to lighten and darken. The stripes in the pants, for example, are looking light when it's converted to grayscale. In the original image, I can see that they're magenta, so I can adjust the magenta color to a darker shade. Again, if I wanted the shirt lighter, I can flip off the preview checkbox, see what color it is, it's sort of blue and cyan, then I can go to those colors, those panes, and adjust its brightness. The second action in our set creates a channel mixer adjustment layer that uses the default luminosity values of 30, 59, 11. Using these values as a starting point, we can experiment with different mixtures of channels. To avoid the possibility of data clipping, we'll make sure that all three values always equal a hundred percent. Since the red channel usually holds the contrast in the image and also since the hat is red, we will increase its value while decreasing the green value. Having the three values add up to a hundred percent is a good rule of thumb, but in some cases you might want to experiment outside the box. Such cases include when your white and black points are not pure white and pure black, or maybe the areas that would be clipped are not important to the image. In these cases, it's okay to start balancing the constant against the RGB values to create a higher contrast. The third action in this set provides an even simpler method of grayscale conversion. It creates a gradient map adjustment layer, default colors, black to white. When the smoothness value is set to 0%, this normal mode adjustment layer behaves exactly like a saturation adjustment layer set to color mode. It creates Photoshop's default luminosity values, 30, 59, 11. When dealing with a large volume of low contrast images, this system provides a simple method for making quick contrast adjustments. Using 0% smoothness as a realistic starting point, a Gaussian contrast curve can be added to the image by increasing the smoothness value. The fourth action offers a slightly different approach. It starts off its settings at a slightly higher contrast. A gray center stop is added to anchor its contrast into a realistic range. You should almost always use 100% smoothness when adding extra gradient stops. By adjusting the position of the center stop, we can remap different shades of gray into our midtones fifth action in the set is similar to the fourth. It starts off at a lower contrast, but offers more control by introducing more stops. Shifting these stops left and right lets you customize quarter tones, three-quarter tones, and mid-tones of individual images. These methods are targeted for RGB users. I have a set of different techniques that I use for CMYK. For those of you that are interested can send me an email at photoshopmechanics at com. I've had a lot of requests for easy ways to convert files to grayscale. For those of you that are doing it a lot, I hope you find these tools useful. Once again, thanks for listening. See you next time on Photoshop Mechanics.